All Things in the Name of Love, with your host, Dr. Erica Riesberg. Music performed and written by Megan Moreau. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. Episode 68, Following Your Vision with Michael Rada. Today's guest is Michael Rada, who is the founder of Industry 5.0, an expert for supply chain efficiency, efficient returnable packaging designer, under-the-carpet looker, visionary, and blogger. He starts his work where others end and delivers his experience and expertise, not only to companies, but schools and organizations. For seven years, he has followed one and only one aim, to build a wasteless world. And he does that by preventing waste happening. Thanks to his work, more than one million metric tons of products and materials did not become waste since he started. So today I have with me Michael Rada, and I'm going to read your bio later because I'm just it's going to disrupt this amazing conversation. So as I typically do, I start the conversation before I press the record button. And Michael was just sharing this beautiful story with me. I want to start that up again, like your spiritual journey. Tell me about like how you just sensed that and, and what you just described to me about how it's all unfolded. Thank you having me on your podcast. It's, it's really, I'm honored because I have heard too many of those and the stories which are told are very strong and reminds me on mine as well. So generally, I grew up in a Czechoslovak socialist republic. So for 18 years, I was living in a communist country. Then it came the Velvet Revolution and we changed to democratic country. And it was the time when I lived the secondary school. And it was the time when generally the Velvet Revolution was dated to November 17th. And the first day we went to school again was the November 20th. And on November 20th, I published on the whiteboard my first poem ever written by hand. And I was almost thrown, thrown away from the school because the director of the school was very angry and so on. But it was so fast that he did not kick me out. Okay. That was good for me. So I... I have finished my secondary education and I have no university, so it's top level of my education. But since that moment, I start to write. And until now, I am blogging for six years every day in two languages. So I have a lot of texts and books which has been never published and so on. But I found in writing, I found myself. So my first five books I are written by hand. And only poems. The rest, when the computers came, I start to write in the computers. I spent a lot of time. I started my employment as a steel worker, really hard job, which I ended after half a year, not because it was hard, but because I felt that my brain stopped working. You don't need a brain to do the work. 
and it was very depressing for me. I did at that time school for tourist guides. For example, I wake up at four, started at five the work. Then after the work, I went to Prague and came home at one in the morning and start again the next day. So it was quite hard, but it gave me the possibility that I can learn more. So I become a guy. I live for a one year on, on middle age castle. I lived on the castle, inside the castle. And, and I started at a tour, my, my home, my castle. So it was a great experience because I learned to speak with the people. I have trouble with my, with my language because I have, I'm stuttering with medical stuff from, the, from a young age. But it helps me to speak with the people, to work with my language. Then I become an employee. I spent a lot of 23 years as an employee, most of them as a middle management and then senior management was the majority. Ended with Sumitomo Corporation, logistic division in Europe, generally quite a high position. And at the very end, I recognize I have something like the moment of understanding. I call it all the time. I feel like when Isaac Newton, when the apple fall on his head, it was very similar to me because I ended a project which was related to returnable wooden pallets. So I implement a system within a company. So there has been no losses, save 10 million crowns with it, without any investment. But I found that there is a lot of single use. So one way wooden pallets as well, which there was nothing wrong with them. Just they have one, they has been not broken, but after one single use, they went to the landfill. And it was 2010. And at that time, I said to me, there must be a way, there must be somebody who take care. You know what? There was nobody. There was nobody. Zero ways was just for the personal use, but nobody take care about the industries. And the quantity in one factory in one day, it's bigger than the middle-sized city in one year but nobody care because there is a waste company and waste industry so it become waste nobody care that it's new that you can reuse it this is how the waste company grow up they teach us into the or they direct us into the throw away society i was thinking all the time until that moment that waste industry is here to clean up the world it's not true the waste industry is here to process the waste. If there will be no waste, there will be no need for the waste industry. So I decided at that time that I will change the world. And I worked for two more years with the corporation. Then we divided, we split because I was so intense on that, on that aim that I said, okay, senior management level is nice. I will start my own entrepreneur. And after one year, I started a company because it was so fast growing. And just now it's seven years when I started. And what is interesting, we prevented over 1 million metric tons of material and product become waste. Wow. Without any funding, without just with the money we earn from doing the projects. And this is interesting because in 2020, especially with COVID-19, to be honest, since the beginning of 2020, there was more than 400 conferences, events, uh, workshops, 
aimed to Industry 5.0. This is something what I have developed from zero. It's my child. I introduce it. It's built on systematic waste prevention. And I did it because there was a mistake in Industry 4.0. To understand what 4.0 is, it's a German concept which has been implemented all over the world and very simple to say, it's really very simplified. It is the digitalization of work, which means uh, the work will be done by machines and computers and we people will enjoy the free time. But can you imagine doing nothing? And that's the point. They forgot in the concept, they forgot about the people. And about the words of Carl Gustav Jung, who says in 1951, I will send you after great interview with Carl Gustav Jung from 1959, one hour recommended. It's really great. And he ended this whole interview, he ended with following words. The man cannot live meaningless life. And that's exactly what I did. I felt this in the corporation and I found the meaning in creating wasteless world. I know it sounds crazy, but one million tons by one man, can you imagine how much will change if all everyone just stop preventing waste happen and it's very easy. The way it's really, really easy, it's hard to proceed, but the idea is easy because the waste is not plastic or a cup or a bottle. No, the waste is here inside our minds because the waste industry introduced several definitions of waste. And just now listen, the same will be in the US or very similar. One of the definition is waste is something what you would like to get rid of. So if you, if my wife get divorced with me, she would like to get rid of me, which is fact because she does not like what I do then I become waste. According to the law, I become waste. If a, if a company would like to get rid of you, you become waste. It's, it is according to the law. This definition I call, we are adults, so I call it stupid. I don't use these words, but I call it stupid. There's another one, which is much more better. Waste is something which you place on a location dedicated for waste storage. This is closer to some definition. Mm-hmm. And just now I will show you something. I will put the computer a little bit further. And I will show you how I show to people how to prevent waste happen, how it's easy. Let's imagine we are sitting in the same room or we are meeting somewhere. I am used to give you my business card. So we come to each other. I hand it to you, my business card. You take it, everything is fine. Just now try to erase this and we meet again, but there is one difference. Somebody put between us, for some reason, completely new garbage bin. It's new silver, whatever, nice and shiny. I come to you, I fall down, and the business card fall in the garbage bin. I'm sorry, I do not have any second one. I apologize to you. You still would like to have my business card because we have seen both of us look in the garbage. We see nothing is there, just the business card. I take it out. I check it, apologize again with you. And I hand it to you. If you take it in Czech Republic, you take with it the right to get a penalty of 10 million Czech crowns, which is about two 
200,000 US dollars, I think. You know why? It's the same business card. There is nothing wrong with it because this business card landed on a place dedicated for waste storage. I can take it out because I have the right, I have the, I have the license. I don't want it, but to protect my business, I have to make it. So I can take it out. But you do not have the license. And this is what is interesting. In law, there is not stated whether it's from paper, gold, whether it's living, new, old. No. What you place on a location dedicated to waste storage, become waste can be fresh vegetables, can be a living creature, no matter. And just now the interesting point, how you prevent ways happen. This is my, this is what I invented. What I really, I spent a lot of time how to make it. This is a business card, fall down and I catch it in the middle air, which means here it's, it's a product. Here below, it would be a garbage or a waste. But here on my hand, it's not. So you just cut a process, you cut the stream between having product and having waste. Means, among others, having value, and if it drops in the garbage, you pay for dispatch of the garbage, for landfilling, and so on. So generally, below my hand, it's cost. But if you stop it on the palm of your hand, there is nothing, there is just a product. If you use it as a bookmark or if you use it as a business card, it doesn't matter. It's your decision, but it's a product. It's not waste. And this is how I do. The difference between this business card and my standard business, I speak about 10 and thousand of tons in every factory. I can, I can show you images which generally make you cry because if you come to a factory which distribute fruits and vegetables just to make something with the pallets. And I am used to walk through the factory and look what is happening there. Mm. And there came a truck refused by, uh, by a horse, uh, refused by a retail chain store because truck full of radish. And the retail chain store buyer says the radish leaves are, too, are not fresh enough. So the full truck come back. Do you know what happened with full truck of radish? It's thrown away directly in the garbage. Oh. And they do that way. 400 tons a year. And they have five factories. This is just one factory. And this is oh. drop in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I have seen, and I made, a, really, I made a... A presentation regarding and I make a wake-up calls presentation where I show pictures which you never realize it's possible mm-hmm. but I am in the factories I spent all my life in the factories so I'm every day most of my time I have a, I have my tie on but my boiler suit because I work with the people yesterday I loaded full trucks with empty cable coils with my hands only it's five tons with within one hour has to be loaded I can tell you it's good exercise. I do not have time to exercise somewhere in the gym. I go once per 14 days to load a truck. And the rest I spent on my electric unicycle, which I use instead of car. Hmm. But this is why I decided to change the world. And this is why I see it's possible. What you yeah. see behind me, it's quite interesting. These are 
vinyl records, broken or let's call it non-functional vinyl records, cut by hand, cut by hand. One to cut one, it took about six hours. Wow. This is the first Czech president, for example. Okay. And what is great, but I will I'm not sure whether it will be visible on the screen. Let's try. It's nice just to see it, but it's even nicer if you put a light in front, then the shadow, which is behind, can be up to six meters. Wow. So it's wonderful. And the factory, which is making this as a waste, they can they throw a waste per day up to 10,000 pieces because they sound wrong. This is the biggest, one of the biggest factories in the world, which is producing vinyl records. So, wow. Really, so wow. And they develop a tool and a methodology and the whole industry to change the world. And in 2020, really, it's spread all around the world. And it's great. I, I spoke in the morning with Indonesia, with Australia. Uh, I have a lot of discussion with Canada, US, all the all the all the countries which I ask the CEO only one question. Do you want to generate waste or profit? Mm. So simple it is. Because he does not have to invest. Right. So, so this is a short story about me. Well, it's a beautiful story because when we started, you also shared with me that you had a, a, a daily meditation practice. And I wanna ask you how has that informed your inspiration to do this as i said i had a problem with my with speaking because i've i have some shock when i was young and after that i how is the word i stutter i stutter generally not in english so strong but if i am too excited i will even in in english and one of the practices was to calm down and a meditation in some form because it was a communist time it was not such a meditation but at the time i start to read much more and after the velvet revolution i came to books which has been not accessible before and i started with zen and i really know what is nirvana i was in nirvana i saw my body from side it's unbelievable unbelievable feeling yeah and I start my work usually at five in the morning. I end it usually just now I'm for the 13th, 13th hours in, in my office. Okay. And at the end of the, of the day, I all, every day before I go sleep, I just, I just meditate to really concentrate. It, it helps me to concentrate. It helps me to, to find the solutions, but for me, the meditation more is, is meditation in work. Because I am, we are similar generation. And for me, I like computers. I like 3D virtual reality. But I have to touch the things. I have to feel them. Then I can decide what I can do with it. Mm-hmm. And... This is for me such a form of meditation. So as the electric unicycle, which I recommend, this is the best travel device which you can find because it works with your body core 
and it's make you strong from inside. Mm-hmm. I have the oldest rider, 77. And in the US, there is a pair which is 87 years old. It makes us stronger. And even we are faster because these devices can go, the recent one can go up to 70 kilometers per hour. Wow. And on single charge up to 100 miles. So it's really, it's not a toy. And I have 47,000 kilometers ridden on my, on my devices in five years. So awesome. this is a way of meditation for me. Okay. Now, how does that keep you inspired? That's one of the quite interesting topics because when I started to be entrepreneur, of course, I had a family, I have to feed them. There was a big drop of the salary. So the first aim was, okay, I have to have enough money for the family. In one year, I have five times so much as a senior manager. In half a year, so it was a really jump, but it does not make me happy. It does not, even it was worse than before. I'm not happy if there is more zeros on the account. It's just, just numbers. I like numbers, but the visual part of the numbers, I do not like numbers in a value. And I set other goal. And the goal is, I would like to create Wasteless World. It sounds abstract, but this keep me working. Because do you know what is the feeling when you come after three years in a factory, which I work in, helping them to implement the systematic waste prevention, and the guy at the entry call my name after three years. He even does not know the name of, of his CEO, but he knows my name and said, Mr. Ara, come, I will show you what we have done additionally. This is something unbelievably strong. Yeah. And even I have a notice on my door when I enter that I am leaving this office to come back tomorrow and to change the world again. This is a message which I have on the door. And... That's great because you feel it, you see it. Yeah. Everyone, you change. The people call me after years and share. We share the experience, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, because you're seeing something beyond you, mm-hmm. and that's that's. It's so important to take that that calling that 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 way you see the world and share it because you can change the world when you do that. And you're exactly. such an inspiration about that. Thank you. I am trying all the time when I have a speeches, I educate in schools and even in senior houses because the people who are in age, they are even more interested. They need the meaningful lives. Mm-hmm. They don't need just to sit and watch TV. That's, that's nothing. You see how older they get in a short time, but if they have a meaningful life, something very different and it's really beautiful to see this and it doesn't matter to whom i speak nobody would like to live on a landfill right and what i show them show them you can do it it's not just the students usually say i am just a student no i am mike rada i have nothing and still i am changing the world and i can look behind my back I do not shame for any single step which I did because the world is, in fact, is greener. It's not on a paper, 
but it's in the reality and they can do exactly the same. And it's beautiful when the students came or give a feedback and say, this guy opened our eyes because I am not just somebody. I am somebody. And right. it's really strong. To be honest, my mother is kindergarten teacher or was for 50 years. My grandfather, which is currently 97, teach up to his age of 77. He was a teacher. Wow. So I am from, a, but my father, it's a minor. So he gave me the ability to work with my hands, not to shame for the work of the hand. And my grandfather and my mother give me the ability to work with the head. And I'm combining both. And mm. I can tell you one of the best presents I get last year, my mother has a strong Parkinson. Uh, so the hands are shaking. And still, I will show you something. Just now you will hear me not so... Every single part is done by my hands. But what my mother did, it's this beautiful crystal. Wow. Wow. And it's made out of this tree. I don't know how it's called in English. Wow. And every single piece. And I'm sure you will like my. Uh, it is made. Wow. Uh, of the course of stretch foil generally every single piece of the furniture all the office i i made with my hands wow every single piece it's not perfect but it, it's like wabi sabi it must not be perfect to be perfect and right. the majority of the people like most this chair including the candidate for czech president who was here to see a man who decided to build up the world so it's quite interesting yeah. It's so beautiful to have that vision of how you can combine your gifts to call people into a deeper understanding of how to interact with the world. You do exactly the same. Yeah. When I heard to your podcast, it's really, it's a, I don't know how to call it, but generally we meet on the way, as we change our direction, we meet the right people. You know, the frequency of meeting these right people is much more bigger than before. Before we has been a, I have on my business card, I had a title president in some time and I'm a manager just now. I don't know whether it will be visible. This is not, this is the business card I would like to take. And just now there is only one word. Mm, I love that. And to be honest, I never saw anybody to have this title on a business card. And since I put it there, my network on LinkedIn, because I changed in signature and on LinkedIn, boost up. And what is interesting, not the people who look for money contacted me, but the people who look for change, the people who look for something different. And that's, that's really something which came from the top. I cannot name it. I am not the closest rel or religion. Philosophy to me is it's Zen philosophy, the Japanese one. But I am not a religious man. In Czech Republic, it was not, not a habit. But I do believe in something, mm -hmm. in energy mm -hmm. or whatever. And I believe in an act of man. 
because inside we have everything inside. And I have a long discussion, even when I was younger with my mother, when I said the child, when it is born, he knows or she knows everything. We just spoil them with education, but they know better than us. They just don't know how to express it. Right. And my mother is a kin- kindergarten teacher. Of course, we have a lot of discussions about <laughs> this, topics, but it was interesting. And I still think so. We have everything inside. Yeah. We do not have to find it somewhere. We are one of the on the ground minds, the humans are here. The machines are here to help us. That's correct. But if you look around you, look how many people switch to comfort zone of being managed by a smartwatch or a computer or anything else because they manage their time better. I have learned I do not fight against the time. I am friend with the time. We are really like friends. I don't have any clock in here which is working in my in my office. And the people which came says it's like when the time stopped. They don't realize what is, and they don't look at the at the at their smartphones. And for myself, I learn every day. And for example. One day I have learned how many times I have opened my smartphone. There is some analytics. 173 times. Wow. It was horrible because it's, it's one of my working tools, I said to me. But in fact, then last year or the year before, I decided to take my old Nokia 6310 out of the box. Mm-hmm. Quite interesting. I switched it on and there was... 75% of battery after 10 years. Wow. I switched it on and said to me, I will live for three months with this phone only. Nice. I have to carry this one as well because it was, I have there over 3,000 contacts of my business partner and so on. And here can fit only an, a 99. But <laughs> this was only camera and this was only a phone book. All the rest I did with this. That's awesome. You know what? Since then, I call this mobile a not smart, but wise mobile phone because it teach me how to use the smart one wise way. And the, I found out what is the reason why I open it for 173 times. Notifications. Mm-hmm. I discovered that the notifications, each notification can notify you three ways. One is the light, second is the sound, and third is something. And this is why we hold it all the time in in, in our hands, because the notification of something, which is generally not important at all, right. is right. all calling us to take it out. Yeah. So I switch, you have to switch, you cannot switch all at once. I have found that I have there 150 applications which notified me and each of them can do it three times. So we have almost 500 notifications which all the time keep you busy. I switch everything off, everything, except of calling and SMS. All the rest is switched off. Mm -hmm. Since then, the average opening or, or unlocking it's 30 times a day instead of 100, 
73, yes. And it's amazing. This is why I have to have this mobile all the time in front of me to remember that. Because you will slip quite easily in the old habits if you mm -hmm. install anything new. All the time when I install a new app, all the time I switch off all notifications. Because it's me who will decide when I take it in my hand, not the smartphone. And that's I something what I do two I things. Even the other, so. I do two things. I put on the um, the time off. So like there's a chunk of time in the day that I can't use my phone except for phone calls and texts. And then whenever I leave the house, I leave it at home. So if I'm on a hike, phone is not with me. I could, I could take pictures, but then I wouldn't be present to the beautiful things that I'm walking through. And it's, it's this really beautiful state of not being addicted to a device that I remember a time when they didn't exist. <laughs> I didn't get my first computer and I didn't use a computer until I was a junior in high school, which was 1985, 86. So, same, same as me. So, so yeah, I just, it, it's, it's never been a part of my existence completely. So I see it more as a tool, but then I've noticed as the phones get more and more advanced, they suck you in more because they have so many conveniences. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me consciously choose when I want to have that in my existence and when I don't want it. And I find I'm much happier when I'm not using it. What is interesting that the salespeople sell the notification as, as, a, as an advantage. Mm -hmm. Not disadvantage, but in fact, it's very opposite way. And you get very fast used to, if you start to use GPS in your car, try to write according to a paper map. Mm -hmm. I am not able to anymore. <laughs> I, have a, I have a visual memory. So for me, it's good. I have to write a route one time and I do remember that the next time. Same, it, it helps me in my work when I see in factories and so on. But... If you get used to it, then sometimes it's really hard to get. It's addiction. You call it. Mm -hmm. It's addiction. But I take my smartphone when I go for ride because I would like to take the pictures. And if something happens, of course, I have to call somebody. But if you switch the notification, then it's just a device which you decide when, to when, when you take it out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. And I don't know how it's in the US, but in Czech Republic, if you search an, an employee, one of the benefits is you can have a company mobile phone, a notebook, and whatever. So very opposite of a benefit, you will be blocked all the time for an employee, which will not pay you anything, but you will be all the time connected. Mm -hmm. So we get used to lies. Recycling is a lie, for example. It's, a very few people know the idea was great. Recycling, let's use the what it's already not used and let's do something different out of it. But in fact, the, the waste industry take it and put more bins next to you. And what is interesting, if you have next to you more bins, you fill more bins. Mm -hmm. So uh, in UK, in last 30 years since introduction of recycling, the waste of uh, household volume 
increased by 80%. Interesting. And in Czech Republic, we say that we have uh, the recycling ratio, it's 85% or even 90%. I don't remember. We are one of the best, at least from the presented numbers. But the true recycling, this number is only for sorting. Mm. But the true recycling in Czech Republic, it's only 2%. But you will not hear it in discussions. All the time it's promoted. We are the best. Let's do it better. And so on. Unfortunately, it's a lie which made out of the waste industry the third most profitable industry in the world. More profitable is only war industry and crude oil. The waste industry jumped last year. They jumped uh, human trafficking and drugs. Wow. So the waste industry is third most profitable in the world. So we have, I don't know if you know of this company in the United States, it's called TerraCycle. I know. Um, And I have TerraCycle boxes because my big thing is I don't want to use plastic, but like I get frozen vegetables and I get frozen fruit and they're in plastic right now. I use use, um, mesh bags for everything else. But one of the other things they're doing is that loop program and I don't, it's not out in Portland, Oregon, but I love, and they don't use products that I use, but, but I love the idea of like just bringing awareness into the fact that it's not on the consumer, it's actually on the producer. So it's a shift and, and I don't, I don't know what the figures are right now. Cause I know it just, it's been rolling out slowly, but the whole concept of like, it's, it's, it's slightly different than your approach but I haven't seen your approach here yet. And I love your approach and I can't wait to see it here (laughs) because it's radical and it's amazing. And, and I, I, for me, it's just bringing more awareness. Like how am I impacting the world? Like what am I doing to minimize any negative impacts I have on the planet? Generally it's, it's, it's for us for the minimizing of the impact is, as I said, just stretch your hand, do not waste, but mm-hmm. it begin on planning already. If you, if I, one question, if you consider the wasting with food and crop and everything as a, as a globally total number of 100%, what do you think make the rest of the, uh, of the, on the plates? which our grandmothers, at least in Czech Republic, said, eat it all because you are wasting. What do you think? Rest of the plates globally from 100 a person, what is the percentage? The people that eat everything? The, the I... people who, who, who left something on the plates, including restaurants, including uh, schools, everything. So I what can be just... A... Pro- I would say probably 80 out of 100 people leave something on the plate. So let's say it will be 60% of the total wastage. Okay. 2%. Imagine we are speaking only about 2% of the total wasting with food. The issue is that 75% of crop never reach a second stage of production and it's thrown straight away. Why? This means if you learn how to prevent waste happen, there will be nobody who will be hungry in the world. <sighs> nobody. <sighs> Not a single person. 
because we are we are running overproduction. This is one of the waste thing. It's overproduction. We have grave graveyards of new cars. Car is being produced and put on a graveyard. Completely new car, not for selling. The issue is that the economy is built. I call it new age economy, but it has nothing to do with the new age movement. But generally, it's based on the volumes. We ask for more, producing more. You are evaluated by producing more, not by consume more. We do not produce according to the needs of consumer, yeah. not at all. If you look on, in it's great visible in any Chinese factory. The first what they promote with, no matter what they produce, are complete big buildings, halls, and warehouses full of single pro of single product, car full of cars, scooter full of scooters. No matter what, because they think the volume is what is right. It's not. If you do not match consumption and production, you will have a big discrepancy, which ends up in wasting. I have a car that's 16 years old. I have similar. And I don't have any need to get a new one because it, it works. Exactly. Of course, I switch to my unicycles, which it's great tool for me to keep healthy and be much more faster in the cities. But you, during, the, during the pandemic, the last three months, I took my car only three times. Mm. And all the three times, I go to a factory which was not in the city, so I have to move somewhere closer. Yeah. But all the rest, I don't need it. When I ride through the city, there is 90% of the cars has only one passenger, is the driver. Yeah. 90%. And mm -hmm. it can... Even in the pandemic time, if you look at the buses and trains, they are empty. Yeah. There are few passengers inside. And because the flexibility of the industry is not so flexible, it's not agile, they did not do anything. The drivers still ride the routes. Nobody take care. Still, it's invested and so on. It's wrong. It's wrong. Yes. And just now, it's great that people start to understand there is something wrong. If you, you know when the Kyoto Protocol was signed regarding the CO emissions? It was 1987. And last year was quoted as the worst in a human history regarding the emissions. Wow. Then came COVID and in one month, the sky was clear. Yeah. So for... 30 years or even longer, our political parties and decision makers and sign a deal. And this is, I call generally the Kyoto Protocol, one of the, and the trading with CO emissions, crime against the humanity and crime against the earth. Because we just put price on evil and it's a nowadays indulgence, like in the past, you you pay something and you can do the evil. It's fine because you paid. You go to the you go to the god. It's fine because you have paid. And this is exactly what happened with that. And you have a lot of different examples which are very similar. This is why it's crazy. But Greenpeace hate me. Banks hate me. Politicians hate me. Waste industry. My name is like uh, Voldemort in uh, in. No, really. 
they fire manager when he named my name in a factory. Oh. Because at the, at the beginning, I was going to really big players and said, I have this project. I would like to create a wasteless world by preventing waste. And I, and I offered them, you will go with me. And everybody, everyone refused. And it was CEOs and the top of the top. And I was not knowing why. Then later I learned if there will be no waste, there will be no, no profit. So I am doing something completely against their core business. And at the beginning, they told me you will never be able to do. But in seven years, I have stopped over 1 million metric tons of material and products becoming waste. That's amazing. And 1 million tons, it's for one person. It's a huge, huge number they never expected. You said you would, you would like that waste prevention and industry 5.0 is in the US. Mm-hmm. We try already. At the end of last year, I support one of the uh, sen- senators in Ohio, I think, or Wyoming, I'm not sure, who fight against the placing of old wind turbine blades, blades on a landfill. Because currently, I don't know, very few people know that uh, you have to exchange the blades of these huge, huge, huge blades Mm -hmm. after 20 years. No matter if they are broken or not, you have to exchange it according to, let's say, technical setup. They have to be exchanged. And you know the size. And currently, they are all landfilled. Yes. They are landfill, which means the city which ordered the, the landfilling will pay every single day for landfilling costs. Huge amount of money. And oh. I work before, I have a, one of the projects. Uh, have you seen, have you been very close to this uh, blades? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. So, I did. Yeah. You know that at the, at the a connection point to the rest of the body, they are round Mm -hmm. and the diameter of those can be up to six meter which is like a house so why don't we do out of it a house you just cut it in the middle you will have a round house okay why not but this is upcycling this is industrial upcycling you do not have to landfill it you can do something useful Uh, i was thinking just fix the motors like I was thinking, uh, like, why don't you just take the motor apart and then just like replace things? And this is, uh, this has nothing to do with the engine itself. It's just the because there is big pressure on the when it's moved, then it's okay. big pressure, and there can be some damage inside. But what is interesting, nobody care whether there is a damage or not. The law says twenty years, you exchange it. It's uh, the law and legislations are pushing for wasting because the people who set it up unfortunately are the people who have the money from wasting wow so it's it's very connected these people would like to get rid of me but i have nothing they can take only my life and that's all and they do not hesitate to do it but i am writing a blog for six years but i write a blog that even if somebody, if I get killed, not, not somebody, if I have something, 
you will read my blog for next six months because I was able to write it up to one year ahead. That's awesome. And it's daily one. And wow. what is interesting, I do recommend this practice to everyone. Try to write what will happen tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, not in one year. No, tomorrow, day after tomorrow. Do not skip. You have to go step by step. This is why Industry 5.0 is not the fifth industrial revolution, but it is the first industrial evolution ever led by man, human generally. It's my role model is the nature. We make revolutions, but if you analyze industrial revolutions, which I did, you find out that they are shorter and shorter. The first one was 126 years, but the second only 60, the next only 40, and so on. And 2000, uh, Industry 4.0 was introduced in 2011, but officially in 2013. And I introduced Industry 5.0 into 15. It was only two years between one, the last industrial revolution and the first industrial evolution because I recognize the issues behind. And this is why I am so proud on the title of the, on the business card because, yeah. you know, it sounds strange if you have to write, what is your business title? And I write there, human. I am, I become so, so proud mm -hmm. in in, in English, there is common to say you love your work. This sentence is quite, quite common. In Czech language, it is not. It's something very emotional, very sensitive. You say to, to people that you love them, not to work. But I have learned that I love my work. My work and, when, and when I try to say that for the first time in front of an audience, it does not, it was not the right. But then I become so proud so as on the title, it's the highest title I can achieve. There cannot be anyone more than a human. Mm -hmm. And if every, every one of us is proud of on this title, I don't care about the color of my skin. I, will, I was born as white man. I will die as white man. I cannot change it. And I am 50 almost, so I cannot be young entrepreneur anymore. But I know it's me who can change the world. And it's you and it's the people who will listen to this. It's not English. What we, what make us understand each other. I call it the language of efficiency. Even if we are silent, we do understand each other. And we go the same way. And this is a language which has to be taught in schools, has to be given to people. When I see uh, today, just a few minutes before this podcast started, I uh, read something about the new extinction uh, rebellion, again, striking. And you know what? I am waiting for the moment when I see on the, on the boards which they carry, when I see following sentence, tell me what can I do to change my future, not please change the future. No, it must be us. And this must be implemented in the brains. And this is what I call the change from wasteful into wasteless. And we can give the lessons. We are in the age where we have 
we have experience, we have seen a lot. So why should I shame for my age? No, I'm really waiting when I will be 50. I'm looking forward to it because 50, old year, uh, 50 years old guy riding on a unicycle in a crazy cup, everybody says I'm 20 years younger. It's not so, but I feel like that because you do what you love. And this is why I'm looking really forward and I'm very, I'm very happy I can share this way with you, with the audience. It's the third US podcast in three weeks. It's quite oh, wow. interesting. It's really industry 5.0, it's resonating, but it's the first one which delivered this, not only emotion, but something which is more, you can explain better than me you did with this, there is something and we are connected. And this is what it's really strong and what I love about. Thank you so much for sharing this. I'm so grateful that you're on this podcast and I have one more question for you. How can people find you? Yes, uh, the easiest way, please input my name in the Google search. My name is Mike Rada, uh, because I'm sharing. Sharing is part of my life for more than 31 years. You will be surprised how much you will see there. <laughs> uh, the rest is you can go, you can search for Industry 5.0 or, or, or so. But the best, really, the best is input my name, Mike Rada. And the first probably what will look at you will be the definition of Industry 5.0, which will direct you to my blog. And my blog will direct you to my email address or write me michael.rada.gmail.com you can give me a call i'm on almost all the social networks so sharing is part of my work and i will be this is mostly important i will be to found on a podcast of erica and that's the best way to 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 find me there yes Thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and your beautiful gifts to the world, Michael. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Erika. It was, it was a pleasure. And I will be happy if we can meet face by face because I'm sure we will have a lot of to discuss wow. and a lot of to do together because mm. you, I, I am happy I'm speaking to human. Thank you. Me too. Thanks a lot. The action item of the week was actually suggested by Michael. It's to try to write what will happen tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. Make this a daily practice and see what happens. That's it for the week. Until next week, I bid you the highest peace, love, and prosperity. Namaste. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside In your bones, you will know Trust and let go and let it flow